You're listening to the Sabrina Phillip podcast. In this episode, I share the four things most people get wrong about time management and some productivity hacks to get more done in less time. If your to-do list feels never ending, keep listening. You're listening to the Sabrina Phillip podcast. In this show, online business coach and self-made millionaire Sabrina Phillip shows you how to do entrepreneurship your way. She moved to Bali with $800 in her bank account and just one year later had scaled her business to seven figures. Sabrina has been featured in Forbes, Business Insider, Goldcast, and Cosmopolitan. Using her signature, intentional, manageable, profitable framework, Sabrina helps women make millions online. Currently traveling the world, tune in each week as she reveals the best tips, tricks, and strategies for creating the intentional life and business of your dreams. Here's your host, Sabrina Phillips. Welcome back to the podcast. In today's episode, we are going to be talking about time management, specifically what most people get wrong about time management. Now, as an entrepreneur, time management is absolutely essential, but I find that most people are doing it wrong and I get so many questions about productivity, scheduling, managing time. What should I actually be doing in my business? So in this episode, we're going to go deep into all of that. So first things first, what is time management? Very simply, it is how to use your time for different activities. That's it. How am I splitting out my time? How am I splitting out my focus? How am I prioritizing the limited amount of time that I have? Because you can make tons of money in your business, unlimited amounts of money in your business. But at the end of the day, we all still have 24 hours in a day. And for some of us, that 24 hours goes further than others. For some of us, we are a bit restricted or limited because of family obligations, health obligations. Others have tons of support, team members, right? Beyonce does not have the same 24 hours in a day as the rest of us. She has probably a million people around her helping her out and assisting her. So that goes so much further and there's such a bigger impact. So whatever your amount of time is that you have available to you, In this episode, we're going to be talking about how to use that better and where you might be going wrong so that we can get things back on track. So the first thing is I really see that, you know, people are kind of doing time management wrong for a couple of different reasons. And the first piece here is I see this mentality of how can I do as much stuff as possible versus how can I prioritize the things that actually matter? I'll often get this question where a client will come to me and they'll feel like, I have this never ending to-do list. I need to figure out how to plow through this faster. I need to figure out how I can get these things done. And that is the mindset that they have of how can I do as many things as possible instead of how can I prioritize the things that actually matter? So if you only have a small handful of really important tasks that you have to do every single day, but your day is getting filled with a lot of dumb stuff, that is not time management, right? If you have only, if you, the most important thing that you need to do today, let's say, is you need to do a live stream to sell your program, but then you get bogged down by all of this other stuff. Oh, Susie needs a payment link. Amy needs a new contract. I should go organize my Google Drive. This team member needs this. This team member needs that. And then you don't do the live stream, the most important task, because you're so busy doing all of these other things that matter, that is not time management, right? We really want to be prioritizing delegation and deletion versus doing it all. Doing it all is not the goal as an entrepreneur. The opposite of that is the goal, right? You really need to focus on staying in your zone of genius and doing the things that matter most. So when it comes to time management, the mindset that you want to have is not how can I get this all done, 
It's what can I get off my plate? What can I delegate to a team member or to a partner or support person in my life? What can I just completely delete and not do at all? What is literally a waste of my time that is not moving the needle forward or giving any sort of measurable benefit that I can just take off my list completely? So it's really about doing the things that matter. So even though there's a lot that I could do and I could add to my list, I would always rather delegate or delete so that I can stay focused on the things that matter most. So that is the first piece where I really see people kind of going wrong here with time management is how can I do as much stuff as possible versus how can I prioritize the things that actually matter? The second piece where I see people go wrong, and I think this is kind of the big idea, the big focus that I want to share today is that they are so focused on time management, but there is no energy management. And here's what I mean by that. People are so focused on doing it all that they get to a point where they just burn themselves out because it's like, do it all, do it all, do it all, do it all, that there's not any sort of sustainability and people get into these burnout cycles. So what you really want to figure out is when are you naturally at your best and then what can you also do? What can you also input into your schedule to keep you at your best? So for example, I'm really at my best, I think, in the mornings or early afternoons before I have connected with my team, before I have connected with my clients, you know, my business, you know, pretty much entirely runs from the United States. So being in the UK, nobody is awake until 2 p.m. my time. So those kind of early hours, which for me are, let's say, nine to one, that is really my prime time of when I'm absolutely at my best to get things done for my deep work task. Shallow tasks are things that I can do more so in the evening, but my deep work creative tasks, I'm at my best in the mornings and early afternoons. But remember, my business kind of turns on at 2 p.m., so I can't just totally dip out in the afternoons or early evenings. I have to figure out how I can manage my time and manage my energy so I'm most efficient and also so I have the energy that I need at the times that I need. So I also sometimes feel like I'm at my best when I do a bit of a sprint and then I rest. So for me, what I do is I do three on weeks and then I have an off week. That doesn't mean I'm going 24 seven for those three weeks, right? I usually work two to three days a week, sometimes a little bit more if I'm doing some backend projects, but usually for the last five, six years, it's been two to three days a week. And then with that off week, So for me, that works really well, and I would prefer that much more over working pretty much every single week and then having a break in the summer and in the winter, right? I like to have that constant built-in little mini vacation, and that for me is so great as well because then I have that off week either to travel or do some sort of project or my own thing or whatever I want, but that kind of, for me, is the perfect way to manage my energy, and I've tried so many different things over the years, but that works really, really well for me. So you don't want to get into these burnout cycles. I've coached a lot of clients who experience burnout, and it's usually because there's all sprint all the time. And there's no off switch. There's no ability to just unplug, close the computer for three days. So you have to be able to manage your energy levels. And part of that is when am I naturally at my best, but also what are my natural tendencies? And for some people, their natural tendency is to burn themselves out. For some people, their natural tendency, just because that is what they were modeled or that's what they experienced, that's what they learned, that's what was ingrained to them. It's work, 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 work until I pass out. And if you do that, you're going to have a lot of start stop in your business. You're not going to be able to create any sort of 
momentum or sustainable growth. So for me, even though I'm having that off week, that doesn't mean I'm burning my business down. That doesn't mean I'm burnt out. That doesn't mean I'm exhausted. It's just that that is how I like to do my schedule. Also so that I have built in time to travel. I have family all over the world. So it is so nice to have that off week. Sometimes I'll have two off weeks back to back where it's easy to be like, okay, I'm going to go to Australia. Okay, I'm going to go to the United States. Okay, I want to go do my own trip and I'm going to go to the Maldives or wherever that is. So for me, that works really well. But then even within the days themselves, how can I manage my energy so that I can manage my time efficiently? Meaning if you're noticing that you have this big slump in the afternoons, what are you doing about it? Right. Are you taking a nap? Are you having a smoothie? Are you drinking too much coffee? Do you need to eat? Do you need to have breaks in between your calls? One of the ways I keep my energy high throughout the day and throughout the week is I have a limit on how many calls I can have on my schedule in any given day. And I make sure that there are breaks in between my calls. That keeps my energy high. And that means at the end of the night, I'm not totally burned out hating my life. So you have to really be thinking not just how do I manage my time, but how do I manage my energy? Because if you're getting into that burnout cycle of stop and start, you're slowing down. And also you're just going to, you know, hate the experience of running your business. So this is really, I think, the key thing here more than anything else is just figuring out how to manage your energy. And one of the reasons why this skill is so important is when you get into a higher stress situation, like let's say a launch, it's not necessarily higher stress because anything's going wrong because ideally you've, you know, planned ahead for it. But let's say a, you know, higher stakes situation, big launch, big event, whatever that might be, big sales period. If you do not know how to manage your energy throughout those couple of weeks, whenever you're running that project, whenever you're running that launch, that is where the mindset stuff starts to creep in. That's where the I can't do this starts to creep in. That's where the, you know, nobody wants to buy from me starts to creep in. That's where the, you know, I suck and I can't do this starts to creep in. So managing your energy is going to give you that momentum and that sustainability so that you can go for those really big goals. And so what I would be thinking about is, As you're planning your day, don't just look at how much stuff can I get done, but where can I intentionally put in pockets for myself, whether that's adding in a walk, adding in a break. You know, one of the easiest things that I do is I never work while I'm eating. So if I'm at my desk, because let's say my husband brought, you know, my lunch up, I close everything and I'll put on Netflix right? Just because I'm going to watch a show, I'm not going to work while I eat. So find little things like that just to manage your energy really well. And that will completely transform your day because you will get more stuff done more quickly and you probably won't even realize it. And you'll feel better at the end of the day because of it. So managing your energy is a productivity hack. Now, the third thing that I see most people get wrong about time management is that they're not batching or time blocking. Now, not everyone likes to batch. Not everyone likes to time block. I get that. But here's the thing. We lose a lot of productivity to context switching. So context switching is basically switching in between tasks. So as an example, when I come into the podcast studio, I will record usually three to four podcasts. But let's say I was doing this at home and I would record a podcast and then I would go answer an email and then I would go do a client call and then I would go do something else. And then, you know, I would go back and do a podcast again and then I would get lunch and then I would go do whatever. Let's say eight hours goes by. I've only recorded two podcast episodes, whereas I come into the studio and in two hours I might be able to record four. Why is that? When your brain is focused on one task 
or one type of task, it starts to get faster and faster and faster. And you're not losing energy and brain space and creating brain fatigue by switching between so many different tasks. So even if you like doing similar things every single day, you can still create time blocks within your day. Maybe every morning you do emails and admin tasks. Then for two hours, you do calls. And then for the rest of the day, you do creativity tasks, right? Content tasks. But you don't want to be switching between those three big areas all throughout the day many different times because that's just slowing you down. So one thing to look at is instead of looking at your list of 15 things that you need to do today, look at your week and create blocks of time or even entire days that are focused on specific projects or tasks. So there's a lot of flow there. So for example, maybe Mondays and Tuesdays are your coaching call days, Wednesdays are content days, Thursdays you do nothing, and Friday you work on some projects, launches, sales aspects, things like that. You know, having that more batched time blocking set schedule is going to be much more efficient and you will get more done more quickly. And so we're going to be more productive, but probably the results are going to be a lot better. The other reason why this is so powerful, not just for you, is because this is so good for your team, right? It's a lot easier for my team to get four, six, eight podcast episodes at once and batch them and process them all together. Because again, for them as well, they're not switching between a million different tasks. So even think about this with your team members of how can I create some specific dedicated pockets of time where we really go deep on particular projects. As an example, I notice that when I spend the entire day working on, let's say, a mini program launch, I get the entire launch done in about three and a half, four hours. But if I asked, you know, my team to work on this and they were working on 15 other projects at the same time, it might take them three and a half weeks or four weeks to get the project done, right? It could have taken them three and a half hours, let's say four hours. Um, There have been a couple of times this year where I just had a last minute idea for a mini program and I just launched it myself then and there. You know, obviously I might be a little bit quicker at that just because I've been doing this for so long and I know all the pieces at play. But I think the concept is, is true there. I've seen this with my team sometimes where if they're working on too many projects at once, everything takes so much more time. But then if it was more dedicated time of we're only working on this project until it's finished, it'll get done in a day or two. And so having that mentality, having that shift is going to make it so much easier for you to get more done in your business, which I know that's everyone wants. I want to do more. I want to do more. Again, you need to delegate some stuff. You need to delete some stuff. But if we want to get stuff done easily, efficiently, we have to be doing that in a strategic way. The fourth thing, which I have mentioned a little bit as part of um, energy management, the fourth thing here that I think most people get wrong about time management is that they are not building in breaks and turn on slash turn off times. And what I mean by that is if you work nine to five in your business, just because you close your laptop at 5 p.m., your brain is still in your business. Just because you close your laptop does not mean that for you, the workday is over that's still probably churning in your brain for another 20 minutes, another 30 minutes, another hour. And then that bleeds over into your personal time or family time. Have you ever closed your laptop and then you go into the kitchen and you see your partner and they're trying to talk to you about something, but your brain is still in whatever you were just working on? That happens to me so many times. So what I do, you know, as intentionally as I can, is I have those kind of turn on times where I am kind of ramping on, turning on work mode. And then I will have the turn off time where it's like, okay, let's turn this off. Let's close this down. 
And that for me has been really key to have some good boundaries between personal life and business, because like so many of you, I work at home. And so when I am switching between personal things and business things, but then also switching between tasks, that's when it starts to get really inefficient. But also that's where a lot of that procrastination happens. So what is it that you need to do at the beginning of a workday that's going to get you in the best possible mindset? to be really efficient with your work, right? Do you need to journal? Do you need to meditate for a couple of minutes? Do you want to put on a particular song? Do you want to light a candle? By creating that little ritual or routine in your brain, it's going to be a lot easier over time to be like, okay, it's turn on time. It's go time. It's business time. And then you do the exact same thing to turn off. So what are the loose ends that you need to tie up at the end of the day? I'm going to check Slack one more time. I'm going to check email one more time. I'm going to make my list of the three things I'm going to do tomorrow. First thing when I, you know, come into the business and then you kind of can close that down and you're not worried about, oh my gosh, something's going to happen overnight. The business is turned off for the night. And then of course, throughout the day, scheduling in some of those breaks. I think that's really key just from an energy management standpoint, because again, you don't want to be going as hard as you can all the time because that does create burnout. And it's also not about going hard for the sake of going hard, right? You should enjoy running your business. You know, we did not, I hate the quote where people are like, um, I didn't want to work nine to five for somebody else. So now I work 24 seven for myself. That does not make sense to me, right? Like I just, I don't get that at all. I don't think that that's healthy. I don't think that it's normal. I get the whole idea of, I don't want to work for someone else. So I'm just, you know, going to work for myself super hard. I get the concept, but I also just don't think that it's helpful. You do not need to be working 24-7 for yourself in order to get results. And that's something that I really try to showcase inside my programs and inside my content. So here's some of the things that I see people get wrong about time management. Check in with yourself and just ask yourself, how could I be more productive? How could I be more efficient? And just know that you do not need to get it all done and you don't need to get it all done right away. One of the the last kind of hack that I'll leave you with is something that I sometimes see people struggle with is they will have this huge to-do list and because it's not assigned or scheduled, they think they need to do it all right away when realistically there are probably some things that you could do next week or next month or next quarter. So something that can be really helpful is look at your to-do list and schedule out when you're going to work on those things. Just because there are 15 things on your to-do list does not mean you have to do 15 things today. And that's what creates a lot of the burnout stress stress pressure. Maybe you do four today. Maybe you do four tomorrow. Maybe you do four next week. But if you know when something is going to happen, you stop worrying about it, right? Just because uh, as an entrepreneur, you're always going to have a super long to-do list. It will never be completely checked off. When it gets checked off, something else is going to get added to it. That is the nature of being in a business. But if I know that I'm going to work on a task next week, I'm not stressed about it in bed at night. I'm not stressed about, oh my gosh, I should have done more things so I can get to that thing. I'm doing it next week. That's when it's happening. That's when it's existing. So for now, I can relax and rest and enjoy my business. And for you, that's where it's really important to figure out, is this actually an essential task and when is it going to happen? I hope that these tips were helpful for you. Please remember, it's all about managing your energy. It's all about really being really mindful about how you can be as productive and strategic as possible with your time. But it is not about doing it all. It is about doing the things that actually matter. Thanks for listening and I'll see you in the next episode. Thanks for listening to the Sabrina Phillip podcast. We release new episodes each and every week. So make sure to hit subscribe and leave us a five-star review. 
If you're a woman entrepreneur and you want to work with me to scale your business to six, seven, or even eight figures, send me a message because I'm currently accepting new clients. I hope you enjoyed today's episode and I'll see you next week.